Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode number 157 of the JB Sism Show. My friends, in today's episode, we're talking about Scrivener. If you have been wanting to try this, you're not going to want to miss today's episode. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the JB Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. Well, taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best here at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to another episode. I am really excited about today because we're talking about one of my favorite topics the software Scrivener. And that is right. It is good to be behind the microphone again. It is Tuesday evening, the 24th of August. So Tuesday evening, August 24th, I am sitting here at my desk recording another episode. It's good to be behind the microphone. It's been about two weeks now. I think the last episode I did was August 11th. I think that's right. Let me look. Yes, it was August 11th. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, episode 156, you can do that on my website. Uh, I talked about how do I know what to write? I think so many times we get lost in our own, uh, get lost in our own minds and wondering, what am I going to write? Kind of like tonight, I sat down behind the microphone. In fact, my wife and I were busy outside doing some doing some work in the uh, in the yard, removing some landscaping rock because I don't like landscaping rock. So I uh, so we've been trying to get rid of that and do some yard work around the house and then we played on Facebook and Amazon and looked for things to purchase and then all of a sudden I realized I was going to record an episode tonight. And so I came down here, grabbed a legal pad, scribbled some ideas down because I really didn't know what I was going to be writing. So here I am recording. And I thought, what better thing to talk about when I don't know what to talk about is to talk about something I like to talk about. (laughs) And that is the topic of Scrivener. Now, if you are new to the writing world, you may not know what Scrivener is and you're stuck with Microsoft Word. Now, there's nothing wrong with Microsoft Word. If I had a boo on my keypad here, I would do a boo sound, Microsoft Word, boo. Anyway, just kidding. (laughs) So Scrivener is a piece of writing software that was written by writers for writers to help you take your writing to the next level. So basically what it does is it frees you up and puts you in a distraction free environment so that you can focus on what you're supposed to be doing. And that is writing what it is that God has actually put on the inside of your heart to write. And I've been using Scrivener now since about 2000 and... 10. I think it was, yeah, I think it was fall of 2010. I started playing with Scrivener. I really didn't know what I was doing. I was still mostly using Microsoft Word for a lot of stuff, but I started dabbling and playing with Scrivener because it was encouraged to me by 
Uh, I was encouraged by uh, one of our former Minnesota Christian Writers Guild members who has now uh, sadly gone home to be with the Lord several years ago now. But she encouraged me to start using Scrivener, and I haven't really looked back since. So that's what we're talking about today. And I hope you stick around because it's it's going to be a lot of fun. If you especially have been wanting to learn what Scrivener is, what it can do for you, and this is going to be the lesson or the episode of this podcast that you're going to want to listen to. But before I do that, um, what have I been up to? It's been a couple of weeks since I've done uh, any recording and... Well, one, I have like four chapters left to finish editing for my next book, and then I'm going to be contacting my editor and giving that to her. I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, but I've had so many things on my plate lately with uh, website design, with church, with uh, life, with family, and I just haven't gotten book number two of my Jacob Creek series out or my Purgatory Creek uh, series out. I have the first book done, Vengeance at Purgatory. I did that back in 2019. June 19 is when I published that. And so now it's uh, August of 2021. So it's been a couple of years since I published a major book. So I would like to get this published sooner than later. It probably won't be until after the first of the year now just with how late into the game, how late into the year it is. But just so you know, my next big book is coming. It's just taking longer than I have anticipated it to go. And on top of all of that, I have started outlining a short piece, about a 7,000 word piece for an anthology that in fact, I'm actually heading up for the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild here in the Twin Cities, and if there are any guild members listening to this episode, you can send me an email, jason at jbcism.com, and ask me questions about this anthology. You do have to be a paid guild member here in the Twin Cities to be able to um, have access to that opportunity. It's $25 to enter, but you have to be a guild member, and you have to live in the... um, uh, in the state of Minnesota. So anyway, so there's that. It's a little plug for the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild. You can find information about our group if you are in the Twin Cities area uh, or in the greater metropolitan area. You can. We actually have people that drive from Rochester up to the Twin Cities, from St. Cloud down to the Twin Cities. But if you want to learn more, you can go to MN, as in Minnesota, mnchristianwriters.com, mnchristianwriters.com. It's a great organization to be a part of if you really want to take your writing to the next level. And I do encourage you to give the, give us a try. And uh, again, you can send me an email, jason at jbsisam at, um, yeah, jason at jbsisam.com. So jbsism.com. So. There is that. That's my shameless plug for the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild. But I am currently working on writing a piece for that. I'm excited. And I probably will have it as a standalone as well on my website that you'll be able to download. I'm not going to tell you what the story is about other than this. It's about baseball in Minnesota. 
during the summer. And it's about seasons of life. And what do you do when you're asking God to answer your prayer in the midst of a battle that you're going through? So that's all I'm going to say about it. It's going to be a 7,000-word short little story. It's going to be in this uh, anthology that we're putting out. And it probably won't be out until um, mid-2022 is when this piece will come out. But I'm excited. I've I, I've not done something like this before where I've collaborated with a bunch of other authors on a fiction piece. Now, I did collaborate with some authors on a book about grief and hold on a second let me go get the book okay i'm back and that's the beauty of hitting a pause button while i'm recording (laughs) but i did um write a piece for an anthology um or a it's actually a compilation book really called thoughts and prayers for those experiencing loss and it's it's a beautiful book filled with all kinds of beautiful stories. I wrote one called Unwavering Faith. And it was dedicated to my late grandma, Elsie Mae Sism. Uh, she was born November 23rd, 1915. And she uh, went home to be with her Lord and Savior on January 2nd, 2004. So... Yeah, and it it was a a really fun piece to write, and I I loved every second of it. So if you want to grab a copy of this book, it was written by Catherine Holmes, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N Holmes, and uh, it's called Thoughts and Prayers for Those Experiencing Loss. I'll put a link in the show notes that you can grab a Grab a copy of this. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. And it's all about learning to trust in the Lord no matter what is happening. So I talk about when you lose a grandparent, you lose a part of your soul. And it's just a beautiful book. I, I loved helping write this book. So there is that. So that's kind of the stuff that I've been working on. And, and in fact, I actually have another piece that's going to be published in Today's Pastor magazine that's going to be coming out here in, oh, probably the end of September. I think that's when the book comes, or the magazine comes out. But So I've been doing a lot of writing. I've been doing a lot of uh, fun um, compilation of different things, and it's not necessarily all big, big pieces that I'm writing. I'm writing a lot of littler pieces, smaller pieces, and I, I'm having a ton of fun doing that because... It's different than the typical normal writing that I do. And and one thing as a writer is we need to keep our feet wet when we're trying to write. We want to keep our feet going all the time. We don't ever want to stop. We don't ever want to stop. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what we're doing. Because if if you stop writing you stop the art or the practice of writing and it's going to take you longer to get going the next time you pick up a pencil and a paper and start writing or a keyboard and your computer and start writing. So I encourage you, find little things like this. Find different anthology books or maybe there's 
an author that you know is working on a compilation piece. Work with them to put something together. Uh, or you can uh, find a local group that uh, helps you get in touch with what other people are writing, and you can actually sit down and write something. But the goal as writers is to always be moving forward, always be writing. I, I have this little plaque, and I think I mentioned it before, but I have this little plaque that is um, next to my desk on the right here, and it says, with all your might, achieve. With all your might, achieve. And as writers, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, we always want to be moving forward and achieving something, some kind of success that we can gravitate towards. You know, my vision, if you go to my website, you're going to see right away on my website, my vision is this. I want you to find your voice, write your story, and succeed in life. That's what I want you to do. That's all I really care about is to help you take the message that God's put on the inside of you and get it out into the world. Now, one of the things that you can do to get your work out into the world is to use a writer's market guide. Now, you don't necessarily always need to buy a new one every year. They come out every year, but you don't always have to buy a new one every year. I buy one about every five years. I update it, and I have one from 2020. It's the Christian Writer's Market Guide. It's a comprehensive resource of get, for getting published, and this is one of the ways that I am getting published in this magazine this fall is because I found the magazine in the market guide and I followed up with the editor. Now, I happen to know the editor. So when I saw his name, I sent him an email and said, hey, you know, Dan, this is Jason. Uh, I wrote this piece. But here's the thing. It still took me a couple of tries for them to consider the piece. And and they've hung on to this piece now for almost a year. I think I wrote it at the end of last year. So they've hung on to this piece for almost a year, at least nine or ten months now. And I got the email yesterday on the 23rd that they're actually going to be publishing it this fall. So sometimes, yes, it takes a while for your work to get published. And sometimes magazines or periodicals or whatever it might be, they're going to hang on to your work until they have an opening for it. But that's okay. The goal, the goal is, is to make sure that you are finding a market for the stuff that you're writing. And, you know, not everything has to be independently published. Not everything has to be traditionally published. I do a mixture of both. So this book, The Thoughts and Prayers for Those Experiencing Loss, this was an independently published book that I helped by putting my little piece in there. And it it was a lot of fun to uh, write for this little piece. And the magazine, though, is a traditionally published piece. So it doesn't matter where you're writing or where you're getting published. You want to make sure that you are writing well you're putting things together in a timely manner, and you are actively pursuing publishing. So that's why I encourage you to get the Christian Writer's Market Guide or 
just get the writer's market guide, whichever one you want to do. And, and you're not going to, you're not going to regret having that piece in your arsenal. Now, there's another thing that you also need in your arsenal when you're writing, and that is a writer's manual of style. Now, you can get the Chicago Writer's Manual of Style or the Chicago Manuscript Writer's Manual of Style, and you can get that one. That's a very expensive book, uh, but I do encourage you to get that. Um, I also recommend, if you are in the Christian market, to get the Christian Writer's Manual of Style. Now, these books will help you with a whole array of different things, whether it's creating endnotes, whether it's creating uh, footnotes, how to properly set up your bibliographies, how to uh, properly space your manuscript, or how do you, how many inches is this, or, you know, for the spacing of quotes or insets. In the Christian Writer's Manual of Style, it'll help you with uh, deity pronouns. It'll help you with your uh, biblical passages. So when you cite biblical passages, how do you properly cite and write down your biblical passages? It's a very, very effective book, and it will radically change how you write. It's a fantastic resource that I think everybody needs in their arsenal as a writer along with the Christian Writer's Market Guide, because the Christian Writer's Market Guide relies heavily on the Christian Writer's Manual of Style when you go to submit your stuff to these editors and these agents, and they're going to make, they're, they are going to want to make sure that you know your stuff and you're understanding the styles that they have set forth in their requirements for publication. So, all of that to say... I know I've spent like nearly 20 minutes on this, but all of that to say, get these books because they're going to change how you are presenting yourself as a professional. And I think the the most important part about being a writer is also presenting yourself and positioning yourself as a professional. Because we are professionals in what we do. And it doesn't matter if you are independently published, seeking independent publishing, or you are seeking professional, uh, professional, not professional, traditional publishing. We need to do what we can to make sure that we are positioning ourselves as a professional. You know, and that even goes to all the way to proofreading our manuscripts making sure that we are eliminating the silly little mistakes. And I get it. I make mistakes too. And I I did a big blunder a few weeks ago. I I wrote something and this was, this was for our church and, you know, I hadn't published it, but I I sent it, you know, to our pastor to, to have him look at and, and he marked it all up and he goes, you know, just make sure you keep a keen eye on, some of these mistakes, that way they are caught before they come across the desk. And he goes, and some of these should be really easy to catch. And he was right. So 
this is why it's also good to have somebody in your back corner or in your back pocket that you can go to and they can help you take a look at your material and help you alleviate some of the pain that can be associated with writing. And that's why it's so important to just go through and proofread, read out loud even, you know, the things that you're writing. So all of that to say, uh, when I went to publish my or write my first book, Divine Providence, I started with using Microsoft Word. Now, granted, there's nothing wrong with using Microsoft Word, but what I found with Microsoft Word is I would easily lose things. I wouldn't know where to find what I was looking for. I mean, sure, yeah, I had pages that I could go to and I could look at different pages, but I was still having issues and, and a hard time figuring out the best way to organize my files. So I would lose things. I would have multiple folders. I would have a lot of frustration. And that was my first attempt at my first book. Well, then... Somebody in the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild told me about Scrivener and they said, Jason, you should start using Scrivener. Scrivener is a fantastic book. A oh, fantastic book. See, this is what happens when you record at 10 o'clock at night. Your brain goes on the fritz. <laughs> it's a fantastic piece of software. That's what I'm really trying to say. I'm not editing today's episode, just so you know. So uh, I will fix things as I talk. But regardless of that, my first attempt at Scrivener, I didn't know what I was doing, but I quickly realized that it was a little bit more in-depth than Microsoft Word. But I realized it was doing everything that I'd been waiting for. And what it has done for my writing has completely changed how I approach writing. I have multiple folders within one document. I have outlines. I can, I, I can, I can draft all of my stuff and they have what's called a binder and I call it my three ring binder because it reminds me of a three ring binder and in it, I can have different folders that I can put multiple documents in or multiple pages of documents in and each folder could be a scene or a chapter so I usually do each uh, folder as a chapter and then in each chapter I have the different scenes and I have little documents for each scene and the folders are also like a, a word document so you can write on top of the folder and it's hard to t describe it on audio, you'd have to really look at it on the screen, but it's it helps you organize your files in a very succinct way where you know exactly where everything is and you can actually label all of your individual, I'm going to call them documents because Scrivener, you have your Scrivener file and then you open that up and then you have your your binder and you have your writing window and all kinds of other windows but 
you have these individual little documents that you can write, and I create a new document for every scene. But the great part is I can select all of the scenes at once, and I can read them in a linear format just like you would in Microsoft Word. Or I can just single out one aspect or one little scene within my documents in the binder, and I can actually just isolate that one scene and only work on that. I'm not going to see the rest of my document. I'm not going to see the rest of my book or my manuscript. I'm just going to isolate the one scene that I want to work on. And so the binder is a really powerful tool to help you focus where you need to focus. And so creating folders and little documents. And then what I do is I can turn, there's a little button that I can click and it's called the corkboard view. And if I click the corkboard view, it turns all of my little files into three by five cards. And I can put a title and then I can actually write on the three by five card. And so what I'll do is I use these three by five cards to create my outlines. And so I will outline my books or I'll outline whatever it is that I'm working on. And I will create this very detailed outline to help me know exactly what I'm going to write next. And then I can just double click on the file and it will open up and then I can write my scene, whatever I have written in that three by five card. The other great thing that Scrivener can do for you as well is it also can keep track of every draft that you write. And there's an option in here and it's called a, a I think it's a draft mode. I'm opening up Scrivener right now so that well, I can talk. So yeah, if I, if I go to the format menu option, it's called a revision mode and I can change the color of each of the revisions that I have. And, you know, so like the first revision can be red, second blue, third green, etc. And it's actually really cool because then I can actually keep track of what revision and what color is each revision. And then I can actually keep track of each draft by taking pictures or snapshots of every draft that I have. And so one of the documents that I'm looking at now I have my original draft, I have my first edit, and then I have a second edit. So I have three drafts of the same scene or the same chapter right here within Scrivener. And I can look at each individual change that I made by just clicking on the different snapshots. And that's what they're called. They're called snapshots. And if you have Scrivener open and you are wanting to follow along with this a little bit, it is in the inspector. It's the blue little eye in the far right-hand side. But it is the inspector. You turn that on and then click the little camera icon. And then you can take your snapshots of each draft that you write. That way, whatever change you make in your manuscript, you can keep track of every little change. And you never lose any of your work. And that's what makes this next piece really good because Scrivener has an automatic save feature. 
It will save your work as you work. So Microsoft Word, yeah, it has an autosave, but it doesn't always autosave. Scrivener, if you close out the document before you hit the save button, it will automatically save it for you. So it will make the changes for you. And the other part is that's really cool. I can export my Scrivener document right into ProWritingAid. Now, ProWritingAid is a editor's tool that you can use to check your grammar, check your uh, your passive verbs, check your tenses, check your styles. And it's a great way to keep track of all of that information. And it will anything you change, so if you change all your grammar within ProWritingAid, it will save it back into Scrivener for you, which is awesome. But the best part about Scrivener is the fact that it really allows you to write distraction-free. It gives you a powerful search feature, so you can do a quick search of anything that you are looking for. I could do a search for a single character within Scrivener, and it will pull up that character in every scene that they're in, and it will show me in what chapter and what scene that character shows up in. You can't do that in Microsoft Word. You can run a search for the person, but you're going to have a hard time keeping an idea you know, keeping a handle on all of the different scenes, all of the different chapters, unless you're using the outline form, outline mode in Microsoft Word, which isn't always very accurate. So I'm not trying to be diff, um, you know, really, eh, I don't like Microsoft Word. It's a terrible software. It's not a terrible software. It actually has a lot of great features. I still use Microsoft Word for a lot of things. But when it comes to writing, I have now completely switched over to Scrivener. Oh, probably a good 10 years ago, I've switched over to Scrivener. And I've not really looked back just because of what it can do. And what it can do for you is it'll help you get away from this idea that you need to have multiple files, multiple folders, and have all these windows open. And it will actually streamline your work so that you can focus on the writing. And I think that's what happens so many times for us as writers is we get so bogged down with all of the stuff that we need to find that we don't take the time to actually write. And Scrivener gives you the power to actually sit down and write without focusing on where was this again? I can run a quick search, find it, come back to my main thing and keep writing. And I don't have to leave my main window. And I think that's where I find the most use out of it. I can open up a web browser right within Scrivener. I never need to go over to Google Chrome or Safari or Firefox or whatever browser you're using. I don't need to do that. I can open up everything right here within Scrivener, store all of my research and then I can just have it open in a little side window inside Scrivener. And then I can keep writing. And it, it really allows you to streamline what you're doing. It allows you to focus heavily on the writing aspect that you need to do. Or the writing that you need to do. So one of my favorite things to do is actually help teach writers 
how to use Scrivener. And so all of that to say, I am doing something, and you probably caught it in the last episode, but I am doing something on September 9th. I am launching a five-week live cohort learning Zoom course that you'll be able to go to and attend online. You don't need to worry about COVID. You don't need to worry about all these other uh, things or social distancing because you're going to be behind a computer screen and I'm going to be behind my computer screen. But I am going to be teaching this class on how to use Scrivener. I'm going to go in depth on how this piece of software really works. I'm going to show you in depth what the binder does. I'm going to show you in depth how you can never lose another draft again. I'm going to show you how to set targets for your writing, how to outline, how to do your research. Uh, I'm also going to show you, and this is one of the cool pieces of Scrivener, is I'm going to show you how to get it ready for an editor or an agent. I'm going to help you figure out how you can turn it into an ebook or into an, uh, a paperback book. Scrivener can do all of that for you. I can help you do all of the formatting within Scrivener and how you can keep track of all your revisions. I think I said that already. Set your targets, your, your writing targets, how you can outline. And I'm going to go deep into this. Now, this course begins on September 9th, but until this coming Friday, let me get out my calendar. So, Tuesday is the 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. So, on Friday, August 27th at midnight, you can get my course for 20% off. So, midnight on the 27th, it goes away. You can get 20% off right now of the full cost of the course. And you're you're not going to want to miss out on this course. So, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to jbsism, jbsism.com slash scrivener jbcism.com forward slash Scrivener. Now, Scrivener is spelled S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R. S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R. So, jbcism.com forward slash Scrivener and sign up. You're going to get 20% off of this course until Friday. After that, it will go up to its normal rate. And I don't want you to miss out on this. It's a five-week cohort learning course where I'm going to teach you how to organize your writing, how to properly outline your books using Scrivener, how you can write with ease, how you can keep track of all of your drafts, how you can write distraction-free. And this is a, a group coaching where I'm going to not only coach you on how to use the software, but I'm also going to help coach you in how to help you take your writing to the next level. So, the and right now, you're also going to get four free bonuses. Now, I'm really 
really excited about these bonuses. I'm going to tell you what these bonuses are here. Um, if I can get to my screen. Hold on, bear with me. Okay, so the four free bonuses you're going to get are these. Bonus one, four Evernote hacks every writer needs. Now, Evernote is a fantastic piece of software that uh, I use for a lot of my idea catching. So I'm going to teach you four Evernote hacks that you're going to get. It's a great ebook. Um, bonus number two is developing your elevator pitch. That is one of the things a lot of writers struggle with is their elevator pitch. And I'm going to show you in this short ebook how to develop that elevator pitch so that when you go to pitch an editor or an agent, uh, you can wow them with your your pros. Uh, bonus number three is I'm going to show you how to write smarter goals. This is a fantastic uh, ebook you're not going to want to miss out on. And then bonus number four is I'm going to show you some of my favorite self-editing tips. You're not going to want to miss these bonuses. These bonuses go away on Friday as well. So you're not going to get these bonuses after that. So, but again, this self-publishing course, uh, you're going to learn how to get clear on your book's message. Because if you skip this step, your book is going to suffer. And I know that more than anybody because I wasn't very clear the first few times that I've ever tried to do anything. <laughs> so how to get clear in your book's message. I, I'm going to show you the basics of how to use Scrivener, every button, every trick, every click. How to prepare your manuscript for maximum efficiency with editors and agents and, and help you put the best foot forward. I'm going to show you a step-by-step -step plan on how to outline your book and never miss a beat. This is the number one tool that I teach. A step-by-step -step plan on how to outline your book. And if you, if you miss this, step. Most, most authors who miss this step, their books never get written. So I'm going to show you how to do that. I'm also going to show you how to prepare your manuscript, like I said, for editors and agents. That alone is going to be worth the investment of this course alone. I'm going to go in-depth on how Scrivener is going to help you self-publish. I'm going to help you set up your book for Amazon KDP or how to do that with KDP and ebook formatting. How to edit with ease and never lose your drafts again. And I'm going to teach you this and so, so so much more. But I want you to get in on this course. And for listening to this podcast, this is my way of saying thank you for listening to this podcast. I can't wait to see you. So, again, here's the website, jbcism.com forward slash Scrivener. jbcism.com forward slash Scrivener, S-C-R-I-V-E-N. E-R, Scrivener, S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R. You're not going to want to miss this. So, all of that to say, this has been a fun, fun episode. Now, you might want to go back and listen to this episode a couple of times because I packed so much stuff into this episode, you probably didn't catch it all in one go around here. But it's worth it. 
If you want another episode that's going to maybe go a little bit more in depth as well on Scrivener and why switching from Microsoft Word to Scrivener is going to help you save your sanity, go back and listen to episode 131. So go back and listen to episode 131, why switching to Scrivener will save your sanity. It's a great episode. I don't want you to miss that episode. It's a good episode. It's a good complimentary episode to today's episode. So jbsism.com forward slash one, three, one. And my friends, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and find the full show notes of today's episode at jbsism.com forward slash one, five, seven. jbsism, one, five, seven. And until next time, I want you to find your voice, write your story so you can succeed in your family, your ministry, and life. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the J.B. Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life. Oh,